live for the 247 FC Awards, the 2022 247 FC Awards, because this is going to be an annual tradition now. It is the first ever award show, though, by us. Look at look at Ryan puffing sorry, out his chest. Sorry, I was like, showing getting, off that fit. We're running around here, you know, trying to all get ready. Luke just strolls in whenever he wants for four seconds. And before I'm camera ready. Live. Look at this. I'm he, already camera ready. He so. looks and smells amazing. Thank I got to say, this, that. he walked in and it was like, whew, just a waft of goodness. Rockstar. A waft of goodness. <laughs> Old Spikes. Pure sport body spray works every time. That's the move. That's the go. move. I like yeah. it. You, you guys got matching it. shirts, which we is do. adorable. That's very cute. You know, hey, Jim, are you wearing an? It's like we shop at the city. It is. I thought it's we discussed Christmas this earlier. Photo, it's, late Christmas photo. I'm I'm changing my name to Buck. Oh yeah, yeah. So this is it's now Buck Mooney because aren't I talking about Jim of the Year? So there can only be one Jim oh, of the Year. So right. I'm now Buck. Right. He's now Buck Mooney. So that's that's a good time. So guys, this was. Credit where it's due, all Ryan's idea. Ryan mentioned this um, maybe two months ago. I'm not sure. Not a super long time ago, but we started planning for it, and it just really took on a life of its own. From the second you were like, we should have an award show, then it was, we should have fan votes. Well, we should vote too. We should, and then it just kept snowballing. We should do a live announcement show. Like it just kept snowballing See, this, as we went. This was all and stuff here we that's are. been in the head. Yeah, honestly. Yeah. So this is uh, this was the year. I mean, this was a phenomenal year for MMA in Pittsburgh. I think we can all say that we had our favorite moments for sure. We had a, how many shows did we have this year? Seven. Seven shows. Seven awesome it's shows. Crazy. Mm -hmm. A lot of new coming amateurs. I will say this is the year that made me take note of like that next wave is is really coming. Like really, really coming fast. So. It's it's a great time to be an it, MMA fan of Pittsburgh. It's a really fun time. Like it jump on the bandwagon right now. Yeah, but, seriously. Because it the the getting is good right now. And you'll talk you can talk to even people that like aren't involved and just see us from afar and they're they're all taking note, man. I love that. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's cool. cool. It's really cool, man. And we hear it from the fighters, promoters, outside gyms, inside gyms, man. Things are going well right now and this is going to be a celebration of everybody that helps us do what we do as well. Because without the gyms, without the fighters, without the amazing fights, knockout submissions, we don't exist. So thank all of you who stepped in that cage, coaches and, and fighters alike, put it all on the line. I know the preparation for a fight is insane. It's stressful. It's taxing. It's costly. It's everything. So we appreciate you guys. And I hope that the winners are proud of winning. Like, I know a lot of guys went out and really rallied votes julian flannery i'm going to just start by shouting out julian flannery man he went on an all-out vote assault with his fans and it was awesome it was awesome and one thing you forgot listen we have the world's greatest sponsors and <laughs> and and that was no no seriously no, I, we, we I, I met we listed off the fans our sponsors um they we owe them we're so indebted to them Two years ago when the pandemic happened, was it two years ago? Yeah, mm -hmm. right, two years. 2020. Two years ago when the pandemic happened, um, not a single one of our sponsors came to us and said, hey, can we get our money back? Can yeah. we, like, they all understood that, like, we were in life and death with, you know, the, the company. And so having those sponsors that have continued to pour into us and, and, you know those guys are are, are heroes and yeah for like, sure they they are constantly contributing to 
you know, 247 and to MMA in Pittsburgh. So big shout out to all of our sponsors. We're going to name them all by name throughout the show. Um, but ultimately, like, they're, they're a huge part of what we do. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was laughing, not because you were wrong, but because what a horrible company, man, that is to forget about sponsors are the... Well, you were just rattling things yeah, yeah, off. Yeah. You're not reading a list. Like, right. So right. it's easy to forget, but... We're unscripted here. <clears throat> we are. Yeah. Yeah. We're, I'm, I'm pumped. I don't know. Are we just going to dive right in? Are we just going to Well, I want right to talk in? about what... What was unvoted for. Yeah, yeah, go for that. So we, yeah. we, there are certain things that you don't need to have a vote for because it's factual, right? Mm-hmm. One of those things is, you know, there's certain people, there's certain fighters that um, are, are kind of really always pushing. They're always pushing ticket sales. They're always pushing. They're always promoting. And those are the most valuable people, the MVPs, mm-hmm. the, the, um, the you know cream of the crop they are the the vips of they're the reason why we can do what we 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 do they're the reason why um there are so many people in the seats there are fighters that don't sell any tickets and listen like i get that you might just want to fight but ultimately like someone's making up for that because we don't get to where we're at by I mean, we, we, the, the promotion itself sells tickets, but when you have a great crowd, that's because the fighters mm-hmm. were, were selling tickets. And so um, those are our VIPs. Those are our MVPs. And the funny thing is, Hunter, you can kind of make fun of me here. Um, <laughs> Luke and I are going to join in Gladly. on that also. Yeah. Yeah. We're not, gonna yes. just not knowing anything of what's going Hunter. on. We're yeah. just going to be fanboys yeah. making fun uh-huh. of you. Yeah. Well, ultimately, the category is supposed to be called MVP. <laughs> and what nobody knows, other than outside of some people here, is one of the reasons why we timed things the way we did with the voting and with the, um, you know, with this date was other than hunter like making other plans or something (laughs) but i wouldn't do that but one of the reasons why there was a a time lapse between them is because we ordered trophies Mm. so those trophies i was hoping would be here today but they're gonna arrive tomorrow but those trophies are all gonna be Mm. presented throughout um we're gonna kind of go around to the different gyms over the course of the next couple weeks and present them with their trophies and take pictures and do all that cool stuff. Um, but ultimately, when I went to order the trophies, I put VIP on there instead of MVP. And ultimately, that... Um, so it's now VIP, which is kind of the same thing. But ultimately, it's not... It was supposed to be VIP. It's similar. MVP. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm still confusing it. So it's like very important payouts with hey. the commissions that they get. Well, right? and that's the pivot. thing. These are guys that are making significant money. When when you start getting into um, the higher dollar amounts of ticket sales, you start making good money off of those ticket sales. And so those percentages get higher as you as you as you sell away. And so our VIPs, we have a pro mm-hmm. and an AMI. And w- these weren't voted on. These are just um, what they are. And then we also have a co uh, co VIP pro and a co VIP 
amateur because I just, I mean, ultimately, I really appreciate the work that goes into, like, listen, I'm going to be straight up. Like, nobody likes pushing tickets. There's not a single fighter that enjoys selling tickets. These are the guys that do it anyway, and we could not be more appreciative of them. And if you're a competitive person and you're fighting for us, which most of you are, you should be fighting for M uh, MVP or VIP. VIP, whichever it happens to be next year, because these are the true warriors. So without further ado, our pro VIP and the first award for the 2022 247 awards is comma the death star worthy. Wow. Comma brings it every show sells a, a billion tickets, not a billion, but like, at least a hundred million. Um, nice. Am I kicking you? He averaged somewhere in the range of ten thousand mm. uh, dollars sold per show, and so wow, and thank you. And as as you know, a personal friend of mine, um, Kama's done a lot for this organization. He's been there for us through thick and thin, and uh, love the guy. Kama worthy are. Pro VIP. Nice. I want to, real quick, Ryan, yeah, I want to interject. Ahead. You got, I wasn't being rude, guys. If you saw me on my phone, we had a lot of people texting saying the audio was super low, but we have since fixed that issue, I believe. It seems like it's sounding good. So I just want to say in the beginning, we were just talking smack on all of our haters and giving you a <laughs> list of our fears. So if you missed that, I'm really sorry that you couldn't hear that part of the show. But yeah. Everything else, it seems like, is sounding good now, so that's good. Sorry about that. Honestly, we were just uh, giving shout-outs and thanking everybody for being a part of this and being involved. So if you guys, if it was still low for that announcement, the pro VIP, not MVP, but VIP is, comma, the Death Star worthy. All right, Ryan, lead us to the next one. All right, the co-VIP for pro. Um, this guy has really come on. He has really stepped up and gone from you know within 247 from a great amateur to now a great pro he's on a tear winning um you know quite a few fights in a row now and now he's you know ready to step in the cage again in, in april the april 15th show which tickets are on sale at 247fighting.com <laughs> uh a guy who a good a friend of mine as well and love them and so the co-mvp is justin the general Patton. beautiful i mean like ryan said yeah i was i was waiting on it too i, I definitely thought danny palm was going to be on that applause game give it to us Danny. It's too late danny hey mm, we'll no. take it we'll take it a little delayed it's but it's rough. all right it's, it's all rough. right so thank you guys. Those guys um, do incredible numbers. They're always pushing. They're pushing hard. They're always working. And these, uh, listen, like I said, no one wants to. They do. Right. I want to add one thing to that. And that's if you've seen either of them fight live, the atmosphere during mm. their fight is insane. Like everybody knows when it's a Justin Patton fight or a Kamal Worthy fight. The things obviously go hand in hand when you think about it. Yeah, yes. you sell more tickets, more fans show up to support you. But it's a very tangible thing in the arena is what I'm trying to emphasize. It's contagious. It really is. You, be it, you become yeah. the crowd's favorite mm -hmm. because, like, you know. Right. Yeah. It just makes for an all-around more spectacular night. So thank you both, Common and Justin. You guys are awesome.
Time for the Ammies. Mm-hmm. So the the amateur. So I intended on just having one of each, but like Justin Patton, he he just did such a yeah a, an awesome job, and the co the co amateur um, VIP also did a great job. So that's why I I added both the Ami VIP. So happy to have him on board with 247 Fighting Championships. He's really impressed a lot of people. And he's become a quick fan favorite. And when I say quick, I mean like (laughs) quick. And that is Miguel Francisco. Mm. Really just did phenomenal. Um, His first show with us was at um, Brawl in the Berg 12, I believe. Or fourteen. Right? I don't know. That's it was, a great it question. It was it was a it was one of the Meadows shows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And ju- it was the 12. twelve. It was twelve because yeah, yeah, it was our first show. No, was it fourteen? <laughs> fourteen was his most recent one, right? Or did he just fight at fifteen? No, he fought fourteen. So fourteen and fifteen? <laughs> Anyway. Sometime in the 2022 season, mm-hmm. yeah. he fought. Yeah. He did such a great job selling tickets, <laughs> promoting the events. Like, so proud of him. And not only that, but the dude looked awesome. Mm. He looked so awesome that he is now in line for yep. a 135-pound title fight. And we're so excited about that. So, ladies wow. and gentlemen, Miguel Francisco. Hey, nailed it that time. A little practice. He got it. Yeah. And the next one is a guy who made his debut. So this guy mm-hmm. made his debut, and he's only he only fought for us once. Mm-hmm. But it was so impactful, not only within the cage, but with ticket sales and with like he just did such a phenomenal job. It had to be recognized. The 2022 247 Awards Co Ami VIP is Clayton Hoot Lee. Nice. Hoot. We are definitely excited to see what Hoot Lee's got moving forward. That's a super promising career. Once again, one of those guys who's entertaining in and out of the cage, obviously, with the sales. And again, at that event, I believe that was Bit B14. It was a turning point in the night for setting the tone mm-hmm. in that arena. I remember we all like privately told each other the energy in the arena from that fight kicked up to 11 and then just stayed there. Like they they brought the entire night up to a different level with that fight. And shout out Dan Walters as well. It takes mm-hmm. takes two to tango. And he was totally totally game to throw down and put on a great show. And he sold a decent amount of tickets himself. So when you get two guys who are selling, bringing crowds, and they were even on opposite ends of the arena sitting from each other, it was pretty fun. So that, that was a really cool moment. Yeah, who, who leads the men? And for any amateurs making a look a splash, making a look, uh, make a splash in as O and O as debut, you sell a lot of tickets. Then people get then people get excited for you. I, re- I remember being on the commentating team, and he starts walking down. The fans go nuts because he sold a lot of tickets. People are excited to see him. Plus, he comes out of gym. People are a lot excited mm-hmm. to see. Not Jim, Buck Jim, but Jim. <laughs> Jim. Yeah, yes. yeah. Anyhow, um, and so that's something I can recommend to people. If you're looking to make a debut, sell a lot of tickets coming in. It gets fans excited. We ended up doing a shout-out as he was walking in. Like, hey, people are excited to see him because the crowd was going nuts because he had put the work in. 
not only in the gym, but also in selling tickets. So I, re I remember that moment. It really does kick up the, the energy, particularly on a debut where you don't necessarily have a lot um, on the person as they come mm. in. Yeah, for sure. I mean, there's nothing a promoter likes more than sitting there and hearing a crowd erupt for a fighter. I mm -hmm. mean, that's music to our ears. That shows us that you're in, uh, you're a partner of ours. Like you're making money, we're making money. Like let's all do this together. And so huge shout out to these yeah. four. I mean, huge shout out to all the fighters that are putting, you know, selling tickets and pushing hard and asking all their friends and, and being annoying and bothering. Like that's part of the game. I, I hear so many of my friends or family members that I get to come to their first fight. Come like just come support the cause, come check it out. And they are one hundred percent of the time excited to tell me, like, oh, I was sitting next to so and so's uncle and it made it so much more fun. Like they were rowdy, they were crazy. Like when you bring people for you, you not only energize like the people who supported you, but you create new fans yes. that way too. It's it's contagious, like Ryan said. So yeah, shout out those guys, the VIPs. You guys are awesome. We appreciate you, and we look forward to working with all of you in the future, except for Kama, since he retires. <laughs> I mean... You never know, though. Yeah. You never know. You never know on his end. You never know on our end, because, True. you know, there could be opportunities um, outside of MMA. Who knows? Those those very true possibilities all exist very very true i think it is time ryan middleton and company to get to the actual voted on awards we've got 10 categories for you guys is this list in order we're starting with no. okay okay what are we starting with do you know he knows it doesn't Danny matter palm knows roll does he have something queued up for us it's not going to be on the tv but you guys are going to be able to see it on oh, the stream man. ryan wanted to get fancy so i tried to work some fancy stuff Play it, Danny Paul. Nice. So I hope you guys could see that. Let us know. Text me if you guys are watching. Text me and let me know if that worked. Well, like I said, it's uh, the studio is new for us. Technology is a little new for us, especially when it's live. You got to do things a little bit differently. So I think we set that up properly that you guys should have just seen a video introducing new gym of the year with all the nominees listed. Had some incredible nominees and we are starting off with an absolute plot twist right off the bat. Because I've got the winners right here, ladies and gentlemen. We have Amvier's Boxing Academy and co-winners. It was literally a tie, and we're not going to pick favorites in this one. Henzo Gracie Morgantown. Mm. Shout out you guys, man, because Henzo Gracie Morgantown, a little blue corner. You know, Chance Grillo has fought for us several times at this point. We're very appreciative of him and that team, Tony Monich, the head coach there. You guys are awesome. Henzo Gracie Morgantown's been amazing to work with, and we definitely hope to get some more of your fighters in the future, have Chance back, of course, and just continue to build the relationship. And then Amvier's is for sure they came on hot at the end of the year. Glenn Christner, Colton Musgrove, Matt Vanderhoff, Nathan Kubaski last year, 
hasn't been back, but he's he's somebody that after his debut, I know that we all looked at like, man, Nathan's going to be awesome to keep getting back. And I could say that about everybody at Amvier. So shout out you guys and the head coach, Aldo. Aldo's the man. Aldo, we said it on a different podcast, but I don't think Aldo's ever turned down a fight. We've proposed they take hard, tough, difficult fights. I mean, Matt Vanderhoff stepped up to fight Julian Flannery. They never blinked an eye. They, they wanted that fight. Spoiler alert, nobody really loves to fight Julian Flannery, you might you might note. But Matt Vanderhoff was game. Amviers is definitely hitting their stride. They went 2-0 and at BitB15, so they're entering 2023 with a lot of momentum. Shout out, you guys. Amviers, Henzo Gracie, Morgantown. New gym of the year. Congratulations, guys. Cool. That, that's, uh... What do you, what are your guys' thoughts on the new gyms? So... Yeah, um, I'm in agreement, and I I uh, I was looking over this list shortly before the show because shortly before the show is when we got the list. We didn't really have time to prepare prepare for this, but I made some notes. Uh, did you on, ask for the list when? Yes, two months ago. I feel prepared. Just so you know. Yeah, I I I didn't. So this is just um, a quick breakdown of of what like what it took. To become one of the uh, the newcomer gyms of the year, and I just uh, I just wrote down some stuff on Amvieras. Are we did did we settle on the pronunciation? That's what Glenn Christner said when I had him in on the podcast. I asked him because I never knew how to say it either, yeah. and he said something that I believe was Amvieras, which surprises me. And I don't know if he knew either. To be honest, we need to ask Aldo next time. Yeah. <laughs> Aldo's gym, or we just go with AB, ABF. There okay. we go. No. No matter how it's pronounced, they're the winners. So that's that. Yeah, So, like, I, I started with uh, with Kabaski. So he he didn't fight for us um, this year, but um, his debut was against a one and zero last year towards the end of twenty twenty one. His opponent is now three and one. So wow. it's not like he you know fought a tomato can standing across from him. So he was fighting high level talent in his debut bout. Next, we got Colton Musgrove. Colton is is one and one. His debut was a loss, um, short lived. It was uh, illegal strikes, but Aldo didn't want him sulking and moping and hanging his head over that. And it was a quick turnaround. It was like two um, two and a half months. He came back, so yeah. that was Bippy thirteen um, for his debut loss to illegal strikes. Um, Bippy fifteen. He comes back and he wins in in what was a tremendous bout against yeah. Tim von Biedenfeld. Yep. Um Nailed it. Unima- unanimous decision. Then we got Glenn Christner. One and one uh, on the year. Same thing he fought at Bippy 13. Um his uh debut was a unanimous decision decision loss. Comes back two and a half months later with his teammate. He puts up a unanimous decision win. Then you got Matt Vanderhoff early in the year makes his debut against a truck and that truck was coming full speed and it stopped at 10 seconds of the first round. Mm. So there was no time to sleep. You know, Aldo said it's, you got to get back up on the horse. He comes back two and a half months later, ironically, and he wins by a first round stoppage. So Aldo doesn't let these guys, you know, slow down. He doesn't let them take cupcake bouts. He's, He's pushing his team, and like you, like you said, Hunter, they don't, 
he's not going to throw his his guys in harm's way, but you know it's he wants them. It's tested. time to yeah, yeah yeah to show what you're made of and and what better way to do it than against right top talent. And I I didn't realize Ricky Clayball was now three and one not out of Knoxville MMA. Super talented gym, super talented kids. So it doesn't surprise me though because he showed def, definite skills in that fight. So he's three and one. Julian Flannery who beat Matt is four and zero, oh. and the guy who beat Glenn Christner, Billy Myers, is still one and zero, oh, I believe. But he's a stud collegiate wrestler. He has a very bright career ahead of him if he wants it. So, at, to Jim's point, I just want to emphasize Jim's point there, Buck's point, excuse me, um, <laughs> that they're fighting the toughest of the tough as well. So yeah, shout out Amviers and Henzo Gracie Morgantown, new gyms of the year, awesome. You know what? I'm going to take that a step further. Actually, I'm not moving on yet because we're giving all this love to them taking tough fights. Chance Grillo fought Ferdaz Naimi and Miguel Francisco out of Henzo, Henzo Gracie Morgantown. So they're just as down to take hard fights, arguably the two top amateur fighters in Pittsburgh. So, yeah, shout out Chance for always taking the tough fights as well. And the beautiful the beautiful thing about this is, you know, we have five nominees. Every single one of those nominees is worthy of being nominated. Facts. There were two that we determined are winners, but... Everyone there is yeah. is a winner. Like we love working with all of them. We look forward to many years together, um, building up this 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 machine we have going on, and so excited to uh, to work with them. So Deep Water, High Ground, and TCA. Like we love you guys. Keep up the great work. We love working with you, and uh, yeah, you love to see it. Well put, Ryan. Well put. We've got another fun category coming up next for you guys in the same vein of new gym of the year somebody new to the scene new on the block we've got amateur newcomer of the year that's an amateur who made his amateur debut in 2022 and fought for us obviously who we got who's got this one what was the minimum qualification for this i think you had to have two fights two fights with us i believe was the qualification yes and be um local as well that was a qualification. Yeah. So um, there were some guys, there were some blue corners who debuted and had two fights for us. And it's not to say we don't appreciate you because that certainly is not the case. We certainly do appreciate you coming all the way out, putting on a show. I personally love when we get blue, repeat blue corners where you, yeah. you can build a relationship with them. It's a really good feeling, really strong kind of relationship as you build. So that's awesome. But this this is all local fighters that were nominated. And, and when we say local, we're referring to like at max, like a two hour travel right, time right. here. Like we consider Altoona to be like the edge of that. Mm-hmm. And basically uh, pretty much Western Pennsylvania inward from that. Yep. And earlier I said how the new wave is coming. When you see the list mm-hmm. of names right here, you guys are going to see exactly what I mean. It's, it's super impressive. Let's yeah. watch the Roll video. Roll the tape.
All right. And that was an awesome video. <laughs> Dylan Cole is the man. We can't see it in studio, yeah. but we know you can because we got text messages saying you could. Yeah, yeah. So so that's awesome. Um, it's kind of funny in here, guys. Whenever that's playing, we're all trying to be totally silent and everything. So we don't really know when the video's over until Danny Palm prompts us. So part of the learning process for us as well here in the new studio. But we're making it work. Who's Who's got this one? Who's Who's got the envelope? Buck. Buckhead, Buckhead. Buck's got okay. this one. Okay. So just uh, running down this uh, list real quick. Um, for the uh, newcomers, we got Tim Bailey at two and one, Lodge Davis two and one, Joe LaRocca one and one, uh, Clayton Hootleib. Yeah, apparent, that right? uh, yeah. Uh, apparently He's the qualifications aren't two fights. <laughs> yeah. So um, there's that. Uh, James Padmore at two and zero, Lucas Siebert. At two and zero, and Tony Welsh at two and zero. So Tim Bailey, he was uh, two and one, um, but he was zero uh, and one outside of um, two four seven. Yep. Um, the the exciting thing that I see for us here is we got a, a ton of talent, and I'm excited to get them on it's the insane. next card. It's insane. So and, the, and there's um, people that didn't qualify or didn't make this list that are uber talented too. It's crazy. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I'm just I'm so so I want to mention one thing, Ryan. Like you and I have talked about this in the past, and like I've him and I have to you before. No, um, <laughs> what's well, because I'm Buck? You have never You've spoken talked to with Jim. What Jim yes. to Buck? What, what, what do you? What, did I miss something? Do you yeah. not see his flannel? Only a Buck would wear that flannel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, you know, we um. Ryan and I used to hang out years ago. We don't anymore because it's <laughs> obvious why. But um, we used to watch all the uh, UFC pay-per-views. And just like to fast forward to now, we talked about like Pipe Dream getting to this point And regional MMA was part of the conversation. And one of the things I remember Ryan saying, just like it was like five minutes ago, it doesn't move the needle for me. And this is Ryan saying he had no interest in regional MMA, it still doesn't move the needle. Right, exactly. <laughs> yeah. It, wow. <laughs> so, yeah. So now, like, what were what used to be household names for us and things that we could talk about, just like that. You throw out a name, and and we could talk for hours, literally. You mean about, UFC guys. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Now our household names and the guys that we could talk about and carry on is regional MMA, mm-hmm. and yep. like this is yep. where it starts. Mm-hmm. This is how you get to. I don't want to say the next level because the guys that are fighting pro, they're right there. They just haven't had the recognition yet. So um, we are trying to be the launch pad for them to get to the better paydays and the recognition for years of hard work and what they've been going through along with their coaches and teammates. Okay, so, so w- let's do something fun here. Before you announce the winner, who who here doesn't know who won? I, I truly don't know who you won. Know? Truly don't. No, yeah. You three don't know. Okay. Yeah. yeah, none of us know. Okay, so let's like I'm not asking for your pick. I'm asking for who you think won. Mm. Like, mm-hmm. what's your prediction for the winner? Like, based on you know what you think the voting will be, what you think that like. Funny enough, that's I don't. A long list of guys. Yeah, that's, that's a, a good that's list. A great yeah. list. It's of guys. so good. Funny enough, I don't even remember who I picked. I don't think <laughs> I'm looking at them and I'm like. Uh, did I pick him, him, or him? There's a, there's so many worthy guys. Okay, you're cowering. I, I'm I, going. I, I'm saying. I'm getting off the fence, and I'm saying I think Lucas Siebert is going to take this one. Okay. I uh, I went with uh, Tim Bailey. Tim Bailey? 
Great. Well, I actually heard from Lucas Siebert this morning. He was super pumped, so I'm sure he's watching. Hi, Lucas. Uh, Sniper <laughs> uh, Siebert. And he was pointing out to me, because I always appreciate when fighters reach out to me and we chat and stuff, but he was pointing out to me that he feels like he's done a lot in the cage. Obviously, he's 2-0. and I, I feel, me personally, any of the 2-0 and guys, so that's James, Lucas, and Tony. But since Lucas took the time to text me this morning, I'm going to say Lucas. But, but I think just impressive-wise, a 2-0 and record as an AMI newcomer, to me, I would think it's one of those three guys, James, Lucas, or Tony. And I've known Tony, Tony from when he was wrestling at Waynesburg University, but I, I'll say Lucas. Okay. Got Shout it. out to Tony, too. Let's do it. Do we, have, we don't have drum rolls for this? Is that a sound on there? Nah. Dang. Uh, can, right. you, can you just motorboat while I'm doing it? <laughs> <No. laughs> motorboat. Okay. okay. Here we go. So, well, there's two cards in oh, here. Yes. Look, 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 look out. Okay, so we've got... Da, 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 da. See, that makes a lot of sense. Co makes a lot of sense. Lucas, Welsh, and Tony Siebert. Not look at you. Look yeah, at Lucas Siebert, Lucas Siebert, and Tony Welsh. And you know, like out Perfect. of this list, you could have gone with any of them. Mm-hmm. Truly, um, truly, they're all deserving. Obviously, they're on the guys. list. Um, but we've got Lucas Siebert as co Emmy Newcomer of the Year, along with Tony Welsh. Yeah, co Newcomer of the Year. Incredible. Amateur. Incredible. Yeah. Incredible. Yeah. Luke, what are your thoughts? Well, I mean, if you roll a tape back a couple minutes ago, those are the two that I ended up on because I said out of all the long list, there are three that were undefeated. And uh, I mentioned Lucas, very, very impressive. Um, we've talked about him him a lot. Uh, Tony Welsh, I, I've known him since he was wrestling at Waynesburg. I, I think anybody on this list deserves it. I think it's impressive as an amateur newcomer to keep that undefeated record. Obviously, 2-0, and I think all those guys are impressive. I know we've got a lot coming down the road. Buck, the matchmaker over there, has a lot of wheels turning, I know, for pretty much everybody that we're yeah. going to discuss tonight. All of these guys are deserving. Mm-hmm. A super, super stoked to be a part of their journey, the beginning of their journey. Um, comments that I want to make. Um, first, I want to start off with Joe LaRocca. Mm-hmm. Joe LaRocca had a really, really, really tough fight to start off against Elijah Davis. He hung in there at Flood City Fight Night 2. It was an awesome fight. Um, and, and like, that's when you decide, do you want mm-hmm. to keep doing this? Mm-hmm. And he did. And he came back with <laughs> fury and you'll well, see it in not a fury a well, the funny yeah. thing is it wasn't like he no. was just like happy to be there yeah but in his golden girl shirt like the <laughs> guy is completely the most lovable he's like a character that doesn't mm-hmm. try to be a character i love him um joe laraca <laughs> elijah davis obviously a beast mm-hmm. him and tim bailey mm-hmm. like those two guys i get so excited about every time clayton lee Somehow made this list <laughs> because he impressed. We imagined so much. him too. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, James Padmore yeah. did a did a phenomenal job. Came to 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 battle twice. Came out victorious. You know, setting setting the the pace for, both by you know, knockout. Yeah, both Very by impressive. knockout. Yeah, super super impressive. And I I really felt that you know Lucas Siebert and Tony Welsh like. Their performances mm-hmm. is what kind of like 
set that a little bit different. And that's why mm-hmm. I think those two won. There was just something special about both of them. There was something unique, and it and it was very apparent. Yeah, and I think with both of them, you saw way more hype coming into the debut. With Lucas, you've got a, a D1 WVU wrestler transitioning to MMA. He has an article on UFC.com about him training with Matt Brown, Mark Coleman, mm-hmm. and Immortal. Now it's Stout. He had so much hype and was already building such a brand on Instagram. You can tell that's very important to him that he's in this for the long haul. And then to deliver on those promises and go 2-0, that's that's how you kickstart a career. So when you think of Amy Newcomer, that plays into it. And Tony Welsh, obviously a Whip champion wrestler, mm-hmm. collegiate wrestler himself, training now at Indio, probably the best school at translating high-level wrestlers into MMA grapplers. they Like Danilo and company there have shown an incredible knack for adapting them. So I think, I don't know if that's what the voters picked up on or not, but for me, that's kind of what separated those two was that pedigree coming in. So I think people were very excited about them. And then when they delivered on it, it just took it to a new level. And that's amazing. Speaking of (laughs) taking it to a new level... Um, okay, so that was awesome. Amy Newcomer uh, was announced. So proud of all the nominees. You all deserved it. Congratulations. And to the two winners, Lucas Siebert, Tony Welsh, congratulations. Um, and it's time for, it's time to, like, I think we should come back. Oh, mm-hmm. I see what you did there. Let's roll it. least sure like i guess i guess you're good (laughs) (laughs) hello people so so just for people watching to know what we're laughing about when the when the video is playing showing the nominees we can't see the video so we need danny to tell us when it's like when we're back live and he just looked at us like like maybe i I don't know you guys could talk if you want (laughs) we're like i I don't know does that mean we're good or not boom well i have the honor here (laughs) i guess we're going to talk about it first before we jump into who won the comeback we've got three it's your it's your i'm very excited so what i really like about this list obviously these are incredible comeback fighter of the year uh we've got dan albright uh, uh, comma worthy and Mason DeLess. W- what I like about this is comma worthy is more of a career comeback because he was undefeated in the 247 cage in his entire career. So it's not like he was coming back that way, but more of a career resurgent after the UFC. And the other two guys in fight comebacks. Um, the, the video just showed that um, in my mind, Obviously, really stands out. Dan Albright weathering that knockdown, um, and then and then coming back, and obviously with Mason's uh, comeback there as well. So I I love the fact that you have this list is both 
within a fight comeback, but also the career. I think that's a great category for fighters, whether it's within a fight or within a career. Well, so. and, and Mason's was actually like his comeback was like he hadn't fought in Pittsburgh in so long that it yeah. was like he's finally back fighting in the in front of his hometown crowd. That was his comeback. And he had a year Twofold, off. Twofold, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a so, lot of time off. Yeah. This was my hardest one to pick, I will say, honestly. I remember just basically throwing a dart for this one. I have no idea who won either. So wow, that's awesome. I'm excited. Awfully unprofessional. Throw them darts. How good are you at darts? Awful. <laughs> Why is this loose? All right, so. Yeah, now's a great right, time we're gonna, to figure it out. We're going to announce that I'm ready? Uh, yeah, let's do it. All right. So the 2022-247 Fighting Championship Award of Comeback Fighter of the Year goes to, comma, the Death Star Worthy. Nice, nice, nice. Congratulations, comma. Came back from UFC and had, you know, mm-hmm. suffered three consecutive defeats. Um, was looking to come back and put on a show for the hometown crowd. And boy, did he do that. Mm-hmm. Had some impressive knockouts. Had some impressive fights. And wow, what a way to end a career for Kama the Death Star in 2022. Yep. Um, that's... That's who I, I, the other two were uh, deserving, um, but that's who I went with. And like from my vantage point, the way that I um, looked at this was, it was, it was really a no brainer. You take into account what uh, Kama had experienced prior to 2022 with the, the three consecutive losses in the UFC. You know, obviously he doesn't want that to be like his swan song. That's how he goes out. And, you know, he's, has a sour taste still left in his mouth. He comes back and he reels off two two big wins with us, trying to you know I, I see it as him trying to get like maybe another chance at uh, our crack at the, at the big show. So he takes a fight outside of uh, our promotion to try and be that hurdle to get him back to another big contract again. Doesn't work out for him. So when I saw that last bout, I thought, okay, like this is this is a lot of pressure. Um, like he needs to to really put on a show here. And against Josh Roller, that was no easy task because yeah. that's top talent that we had in the house for him. And it was gonna be, you know, he it was gonna be a monumental effort. You know, we saw what happened that night. He finishes the year at three and one. We didn't know this, so the added pressure to that night is he didn't tell anybody he was retiring. So in his mind, that's it. And the pressure that he's putting on himself to come out with a performance that he's going to want to hang his hat on, you know, like doubles and triples what he had, you know, brought into the year, and he, he capped it off, like, you know, storybook ending to you know, a wonderful career. It is just an absolute wonderful career. And my personal pick for comeback was Dan Albright. I, I I literally thought that, and I jokingly said like Left for Dead, and and you actually used that yeah, on the, yeah. on the thing, on the on the um, real uh, no on the podcast um, preview the, show on the voting <laughs> thing. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah 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 on the form to on vote. the form yeah, yeah, yeah. um and so <laughs> I, I I like literally. My, I was worried for his like yeah. life. I, if all if um, 
Pippen's hits when 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 he was down, if that connects, Dude. it's like it's not good. Dude, I will I need to emphasize that because we were we had the perfect vantage point for this sitting cage side in Johnstown. Justin Pippins was like the angriest fighter I have ever seen in my life to start that second. He was terrified. I mean, he's a monster of a man, first of all. He he is an intimidating figure, like just to be around. He's 6'4, he's shredded, and he came out that second round on a mission for blood. I don't know what Isaac told him in the corner between rounds, but whatever he told him got him fired up. I joked in the blog post, he must have told him Hunt's ketchup was better than Heinz because. That's the only kind of fury that could have been coming from there. So for Albright to survive that, yeah, I, I'm right with you. I think I picked that as well, but I genuinely don't remember. that. Th- these are all awesome comebacks, yeah, and, and, and just no to, doubt. Just yeah. to like, wrap that up is Mason DeLess, mm. the g- what an impressive performance at Brawl in the Berg 15 oh my God. after not fighting in front of the hometown crowd. Like He should have been as nervous as he's been in a long time. He hasn't faced that like yeah. hometown crowd in a long time he hadn't fought in a year like he hadn't been active and wow what a performance so all three of those guys were super worthy pun super intended worthy, nice. super worthy comma the death star worthy with comeback and if i could say one thing about the winner comma death star worthy i had the honor of, of being there on the mic with him when he announced his retirement because as you said we didn't know that was coming. But just to tease the fight of the year, that fight was so good. We were talking about Kama going up against uh, Roller and, and how good of a matchup that was. They're also nominated for a potential fight of the year. So not only does he win comeback of the year because of his career, but also his his last show, his last fight, um, all that pressure on him puts on potentially the fight of the year as well. I want to a jump. nominee for sure. A lot nomination right there. Absolutely. Since this is live, fun stuff like this can happen. We're getting texts in real time and things like that. Lucas Siebert just texted me, and I didn't know. If you guys knew this, you're a step ahead of me. He and Tony Welsh were actually teammates at WVU for a year. He said they wrestled ah. together for a year. Dork of <laughs> wrestling. Danny nerd Palm knew it, of course. Yeah. So they wrestled under Tim Flynn, who also coached Gregor Gillespie and Josh Koscheck at Edinburgh. So that's. There's a lot of royalty going on there. So it's kind of fitting that Siebert and Welsh are going to share Amateur Newcomer of the Year coming as past hmm. teammates. That's, yeah. that's pretty that's cool. cool. Very well, very well. What are we up for Coaches next? of the Year, it appears. Yeah. Let's roll it, Danny Boom! Folks. We are back. You guys just saw some of the best coaches that Pittsburgh has to offer, and slightly abroad, Altoona, with uh, Mr. Ray Ross and Darren Cassidy at Gorilla House. They are amazing as well. We're, Shout out. Well, just to kind of clarify the coaches of the year, um, we we listed the two coaches that are most commonly 
um, cornering fighters. But this is really like, you know, the, the coaches for these teams, like this is a part of their coaching staff. So the two that get the glory are the main ones that we see cornering. But other people corner mm-hmm. and other people like, mm-hmm. but so that being said, I just wanted to clarify that yeah. real quick. Yep. Good stuff. This, this one's really fun for me. Cause again, I genuinely don't know who I'm about to pull out of this envelope. This, this is fun. And this is a crazy close division. So I'm, I'm split. Who do we got? Oh, Mike Wilkins and Will <sighs> Morrill from stout Pittsburgh, man. Good, good. Yeah, I was going to say, say what you want to say, Rod, because I could see that you're chomping at the bit to say something there. No, I just wanted to hear the applause. <laughs> okay, nice. I mean, they had 14 fights with us in 2022. Incredible. That alone on a coach, as you guys all know, the preparation that a coach has to go through to get their fighters ready. And then keep in mind, Stout, I don't know for sure, but I would bet Stout has the largest enrollment of a gym in Pittsburgh. The most volume of students oh, on a regular basis. Mar- mixed martial arts, yeah. Yes. Yeah. So just being involved with that many people on a regular base- basis and then getting 14 fighters ready, and that's just for us. Mm-hmm. They're fighting for other promotions as well. So Will and Mike are going to more than 14 fights a year, just to be extremely clear. And they went 13 and 1 in those 14 <laughs> fights. What what they've done, and for sure, if you guys have watched the podcast, first off, thank you very much. We appreciate that. Secondly, you've seen a lot of stout fighters on the podcast. Without fail and without me prompting them to say it, they all eventually talk about how instrumental Will and Mike are to their success. So you really can't overstate for those stout fighters what they mean to them. That's a, that's a super well-deserved award right there. A super well-deserved award. One thing I wanted to point out, Right now you're watching this on 247 Live. And the really cool thing, and Hunter is actually the one that set this up, is when you go on 247 Live, if you get a subscription or you get any type of, you can view all those fights, you can actually go and and search fights by teams. So you can go to Stout, you can go to Mat Factory, you can go to the Academy, you can go to Indio, you can go to Grill House, any one of those gyms and Search their fights, and it'll list all of that Jim's fights from our entire history. It's pretty cool. So that sweet. That being said, you can go in and see the work that these guys have done. It's pretty incredible, pretty amazing. Um, all like like we said, all of these not we don't put people as nominees because we want to be nice, right? We put them there because they've earned it, they've deserved it. And so this list is awesome. And Mike Wilkins and Will, like, what an incredible job. Congratulations to our coaches of the year. When, uh, what I think is interesting is when you look at this list, it, it, like each of the schools had, I don't want to say has their own niche, but like we see them in a certain way where they might favor something. You know, with um, Matt Factory, heavy wrestling, mm-hmm. um, with Stout. You know, I, I would, I would, I would challenge that. I would say Matt Factory, heavy grappling. I think they're just as, uh, just as strong well, in jujitsu. Sure, or, yeah, in I mean, their yeah, grappling I'm not, game. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 what comes to mind first? Yeah. But yeah, like they're strong in all areas. But you know, we could go down the list, and each of them has something that stands out. And stands out separately from the others. Then you add on the new gym of the year. Mm-hmm. And this is just a list, you know, a short list of a 
you know, many more schools to come that are going to continue to help us build MMA in Western PA. And the goal is to not only for them to help us, the goal is for us to help them too. Right. Um, we, we want to help them to get more enrollment, to get bigger because that helps them, but it, it, it's a cyclical thing. It just returns as more people get involved in the sport, more people enjoy and, and, and it just grows the whole thing for everybody. Yep. Very well put, sir. I think that that category is super fun. I know you guys were looking forward to seeing who would win that. And we've got a related category to that coming a bit later, but not just yet. Right now, we're going to flip you guys to submission of the year. Let's roll the nominees, Danny Palm. Danny Palm. We back. We back. Submission of the year. You guys just saw the nominees. There are some really good ones, as well as, I want to say, a very late addition to the party with Elijah Davis against Aaron Harper back at BitB15. So he just squeaked in with that win and and put himself in the running. So let's see if he won. Luke Payson. Uh, uh, yeah, it was a, uh, a sleeper. Literally. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, Quite yeah, I, I think all of these sleeper nominee. That was it, nice. I think it's always fantastic when you think about submissions or knockouts that f- getting finishes, it, it's always exciting in MMA. Winning good decisions are also very exciting. I think we we like it. I got the opportunity to call most of these fights. Um, and so it, it's very exciting. We're going to just. That was tr- back when you were our color commentator. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> I'm jumping in to the winner for the 2022 first annual 2247 fighting championship submission of the year winner goes to Justin, the general Patton. Super excited. Um, I'd be excited if anybody won, but for those who were listening to the broadcast, I Constantly referred to the Von Flu choke as the Von Prue choke, giving credit to Ovin St. Prue for doing it four times yeah. in the UFC, actually more than the original Von Flu did it. So it's one of my favorite submissions. Um, I've talked to the general about it a lot. Uh, we've talked it through on MMA Fancast. Um, I think the Von Prue choke is super devastating, particularly from certain positions of side control or even setting up for mount and then dismounting. Go back and watch that. A quick plug for 247 Live, right? They get the access to the whole catalog. Um, I had the the privilege and the honor not only of announcing 
Justin, the general Patton, um, who's a friend of mine as the winner, but also I got to announce it live. It was super exciting. We couldn't fully see what had happened until we saw the replay, but given his body position, I started getting excited when I was thinking that it was a Von uh, Proust. So. Von, Von Patton now. Von, Von Patton, Patton now. Yeah. The things, Von general. The things that get Luke and I excited are totally different. <laughs> <laughs> I do get very excited. I could talk for a long time about the Von Patton well, choke. So. We, we've got a very special treat for every Everybody watching this podcast and that is that we are actually going to show you that submission right now on the broadcast let's play the clip danny ball 10 brawl in the berg 10 247 patting on a double and he gets it justin could maybe punch from this position it's almost a stalemate there's almost not a lot of activity chip snyder's watching frankly i'm surprised chip has let it go on for this long this is clearly a, a, a he's out he's out wow he's out the bond crew the bond crew we called it he did it right when we said you could see the face change for Armstrong and his arm go limp. It was our bodies were blocked. Yes. How did you guys like that? Put him to sleep with the quickness. As soon as he posted up, got a little more shoulder pressure going there, Josh Armstrong went out very quickly. That was a, de like you said, I like the word you used there, devastating. You could tell. Very devastating choke, and you can hear Dempsey in the corner. I don't know if you guys could hear it on the broadcast, but he's out, he's out. Dempsey was stoked that Patton obviously finished that choke. That was a huge win for Patton, too. I think that's part that needs to be said in the context of that submission was that he was coming off that quick submission loss to Sean Susser with us and bounced back with that quick submission win. So that was huge for him, not just in terms of, you know, submission of the year. It was a cool, rare submission and all that, which is great. But it was a big win for Justin, just in a in a career sense. So, awesome. Shout out. John, just, I was going to say Von General again. When you said it, it reminded me of Von General made me laugh. Anyway, Justin Patton, submission and, of the year. And Justin Patton <laughs> had a, uh, almost had another opportunity to get another submission in December, but his opponent uh, was not able to pass some medical testing um, and, mm. and, <clears throat> getting him re rematched in a short period of time wasn't able to happen. He is going to be on the April 15th card, which tickets are on sale at 247fighting.com. Um, the really cool thing. Uh, so sales are moving already. Yeah, it truly. should be. Yeah. There, there's, there's, well, we, we, we kind of slightly, you know, announced we normally don't put tickets on sale until people aren't ready to buy tickets right. most of the time. We're 100 days away from that fight right now. That seems like an eternity. It and guess really what? Does. It happens fast. Yep. Yep. So get your tickets now. Uh, it's going to be an amazing, absolutely amazing show. So we're looking forward to that. I just want to shout out real quick. Russ Green from Go Green Windows and Construction might be the biggest Justin Patton fan in Pittsburgh. And you just saying that he's going to be involved in it because nobody knew that yet. You just saying that like we're targeting him for April. Russ Green is 100% standing up in his house right now cheering, and I appreciate that. Go Green, one of our one of Justin's sponsors as well as a sponsor of 247. Huge into the MMA market. If you're buying windows in Western Pennsylvania, call Go Green. They're awesome. they're they're a no-brainer choice. Great guys, great people. We're super appreciative. They're they're amazing. Heck yeah. Love it. Um but ultimately, these are these are five fantastic submissions. Truly, mm -hmm. um, we're looking forward to the submission game in 2023 being very strong. Um, we had a 
really awesome, like an elite level submission in 2021. Yeah. If that, I, I can assure you that if, if that were, um, you know, if we had these awards in 2021, that would have been some of the year. Can you guys remind oh, yeah. me? The Gogo Plata. Sean Tarleton. Gogo Plata. Yeah. Gogo Plata. So Insane. we look forward to uh, another awesome year of grappling and, and submissions. And yeah. I want to give fun. one more quick shout out on this category to Wendy and Nunson. That mm. back take that she hit on mm. Carly Joe. Wow. While a back take isn't a submission, obviously, it was just Light kind of, speed. that back take was insanity. So shout out Wendy. And also her crew, we, we talked mm-hmm. about how Julian rallied the troops to get votes. Her crew went nuts on our post today voting for Bonesaw, Wendy, Wendy Bonesaw. So that was really cool to see. She's got a crazy promising career ahead as well. Congratulations to all the mm-hmm. nominees. You guys are all really impressive, super um, deserving of the nomination and you know, you guys could have all won this, but um, Justin Patton picks up the big W. There it is. And I feel like some of these categories kind of continue to tease later categories because Miguel Francisco is later listed as a potential. He's a nominee right. nominee for Ami Fighter. And so I think it kind of makes sense that great gyms, great coaches, we've talked about that. The, the up-and-coming fighters putting on incredible wins, incredible shows. So an encouragement to anybody who's currently training or already at a gym or even just looking to get into MMA that when you start hitting things right and start doing stuff, you start getting the recognition because we can see how the recognition kind of goes hand in hand. Absolutely. And just to transition from there, mm-hmm. we've got a fun one. Buck of the year coming up. That's right. That's right. That is awesome. I'm very yeah. excited for Buck of the Year. That <laughs> is, yeah. It is the official category. Mooney of the Year. Yeah. <laughs> Let's explain it so and, everybody knows. Actually, I didn't even We're, know that. He has the card too. That's fun. Jim of the Year. Of course. Yeah. Well, that's, of course why. He that's why he changes his name. Jim of the yeah. Year is the next category. I am Jim of the Year. I mean, you're 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 Jim, and this is a year. And I am <laughs> of the year, yes. Let's roll it. Roll it. you you guys just saw the nominees there for gyms of the year and if you are plugged into the pittsburgh mma space probably not too many surprises there these are some super heavy hitters these are these have been gyms in the area for years and years and years and years everybody around here knows these gyms shout out by the way our video intern dylan cole on that sick edit and all the sick edits that you guys are seeing tonight he's doing a phenomenal job and from the time he started with us till now, it's really cool to watch him grow. Like these videos are, are really, really well done. When he started, Ryan, you know this, like we had a lot of, you gotta do this, gotta do this, gotta do this, like fix this, fix this. Now it's like, ah, that good. was good. <laughs> We're gonna run that. Yeah. So shout out Dylan, man. You're doing a phenomenal job and it's it's awesome to have you as part of the team. So and just Jim to, of the year. Just okay, to yeah, add yeah. to Dylan Cole, Dylan came on as an intern with us. We kind of thought that he was had video experience. The guy taught himself on the go. Like, yes, I want to be involved with you guys. Yeah, I can do video. We assumed that meant he he was experienced at it. Right. <laughs> he no. learned it. 
He literally a, taught what himself. A, what a great job. And if you haven't seen it, the 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 video he did for Ethan Goss mm. was amazing. So check it out. Check out that video. Dylan Cole. If you need work done, Dylan will do do a great job for you. So boom. Boomity. Good job, Dylan. We All expect right. more of it now. Yep. Now do All better. Right, so um <laughs> on to uh the 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 actual winner here. So one thing I wanted to point out for Jim of the Year, each of these gyms that has been nominated has in some has had a fighter in one of the top two promotions, UFC and Bellator, for oh, wow. each of these gyms. Great point. So yeah, and you know, um it's it's really a testament to the coaches, the the teams that are all involved in pushing each other and getting guys to you know their um, their ultimate um, talent and facing top mm-hmm. level talent. Okay, so the winner for Jim of the Year that looks better that way. Yeah, it does. Stout, 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 stout Man, Jim of the I Year. Didn't know. Cleaning up for Stout. That was a, so. That was a close oh. one because. Indio Dojo was undefeated mm. at seven and zero, and had a win over Stout. In but now, granted, the the body of work was almost double with Stout, right. so you had twice as many chances double. to yeah. win, mm-hmm. uh, to, to 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 lose. But it, really incredible by both of those gyms in two thousand twenty two. Yeah, that's a that's a flip a coin for a winner on that for me. I remember in the voting, you know. Matt Factory actually had the most volume, if I recall. They had the most fights for us. Kind of a, it was above 500, but barely above 500. I think it was 10 and 7. Something like 11 and 11 7. 11 and 7. There you go. And Academy was a similar story. It really did come down to Stout and Indio, and it was really fun at BitB15 with uh, Tanner facing Logan <laughs> Pryor, and we knew like somebody's O was going to go. And Indio did win the head to head, but the fans decided, and we decided that apparently Stout is taking home the victory here. I, again, I genuinely don't remember who I voted for. I know it was one of those two, though. <laughs> yeah, and it's not like um, the previous categories where we had winners all like led to the, the outcome for this. This is just how it played out, right. you know, because it could have gone either way. And each of these categories, any one of the nominees could, you know, could be the winner. Just you have to pick one. In some cases, we pick two, but... Right. And it's fitting to see, you know, Wilkins and Morrill winning Coach of the Year. It, it it makes sense that Stout would then win Gym of the Year as well. Because you can't have a great gym without great coaches. So, yeah. I Again, I don't remember who I picked for that. Indio, 7-0, and oh, man. That undefeated in MMA, I just want to say, like, that's... That's tough to ignore, man. You, you picked India. See, yeah, I knew because <laughs> I think, you know, John Jones is the best fighter of all time. And if he's not, Khabib is the best of all time. And the reason why is because they're both undefeated. I know Jones has a loss, but it's a crap loss. We all understand that. It's not a real loss. Right. You didn't actually lose the fight. Right. Got- so, like, being undefeated in MMA, for me, just personally, that, that trumps all. Like, that's... We start here, and then if all things are equal, we'll consider something else. But if somebody has a loss and somebody doesn't, then okay. The See, I, team gets I, I disagree 
because I, I, I look at... <laughs> Luke's like, let me talk about GSP and how his losses don't matter. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I'm so close. If, if, if we could only talk more about GSP. Can we talk about GSP? Yeah. Um, but no, I, I, um, <laughs> I loved... Uh, I, I, it depends. Like, I could vote for a fighter that has a loss over a fighter that doesn't have a loss if... The quality is sure. like if there was a if you overcame like certain it, it's all part of the story right mm. and so I don't necessarily think wins and losses are um, the total barometer I think there's a lot of factors that being said Indio Dojo and Stout were both insane insanely uh, qualified to win this absolutely what a good year I, and how fun was that that it came down to a Stout versus Indio fight in a in a sense that that's awesome. That, that was good times, good times. Oh, there's yeah, a- so congratulations, Stout. We expect more of you now. <laughs> <laughs> I think they'll oblige. We uh we're about to head into even more fun things, ladies and gentlemen. My personal favorite category is coming up, and that would be knockout of the year. Let's see the nominees. Those are disgusting, yeah. dude. We had some phenomenal knockouts in 2022. I mean, in 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 another year, any one of these easily could have won. Was was that Kaiser knockout? Was was that our first elbow knockout? Might have been. I think so. It really might have been. I mean, we've we saw that Lowry sick elbow, but that wasn't a knockout. It didn't end the fight, and that and that was Changed on the ground. The this was yeah. a totally different right. like. And, but, and, yeah. When you talk about elbows in in two four seven fighting, like there's none like yeah. Kaiser's. Yeah, that's a great point. And Kaiser primarily being known as a grappler, that was surprising, I think, to many to see him unleash an elbow like that standing. And it was sneaky too, because it was uptight mm-hmm. against. Yeah, uh, from the, the clinch, you think of sometimes elbows being thrown yeah. in space. He threw it from the clinch, and he had been talking because you never know how somebody's transition to pro is going to go. And a lot of guys, I think it's important when you transition to pro to be thinking about those added weapons. Tom had been talking quite a bit about wanting to use added weapons, and every time he would he would put in their elbows because obviously you get head kicks and knees, um, and then elbows. So. It is probably the best setup in the sense of we, we you mentioned John Jones earlier. He's thrown some of the best in space elbows, like almost as punches, just mm-hmm. in his rhythm. But I think from a Muay Thai clinch up against the cage, quick break and right back into it, it's something at the pro level that I think people can really uh, start using quite a bit. Yeah. And, and and Jim, you mentioned the word sneaky. Yeah. Comma worthy mm. to jabbing someone to like almost oblivion yeah. was completely mm-hmm. the like who how does that even happen like it was awesome ridiculous 
And, and just to yeah. run through these. Oh, yeah. Flannery's knockout of <laughs> Nyoff. I mean, literally face planted him. It was such a memorable moment. It was the show. So just full disclosure, the attendance at that Johnstown show was not anywhere near where we needed it to be and wanted it to be and all those things. Everyone who decided not to go missed out on crazy fights. Like yeah, yeah. you really missed out. As a matter of fact, there was someone that mentioned on the uh, the other day on one of our posts. You come back to Johnstown. Yeah, you're, and he said your fights there are always so much fun. We would love. We we, we have to go to places. We have to be at places that you know we we can not lose money. <laughs> so, but 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 the the the, the like not going to that show. Everyone lost out that didn't see that. That was phenomenal. But uh, Flannery LaRocca, after after his bru- like brutal back and forth at that same show, yeah. comes back the next time in Monroeville in nine second, twelve second knockout, something like that. Insane. I think Just ten. Absolutely phenomenal. And Josh Vasoki, that was the other. That Plus was also fight on the Johnson. Two. What a crazy knockout. I mean, the pictures we have of uh, that knockout, the video uh, we have of that knockout. If you're ever looking for the, the pictures, go on to, um, uh, is there an easy way? Go to Smug Mug, search for 247 Pittsburgh. You go can, to our Instagram, click on our link in our bio. It has like a bunch of landing pages of things that we have, and our, our smug mug is one of those yeah, landing so pages. You can ch- you can view all those. You can download all those. You have all access. But some of those photos Insane. from that fight in particular, they were just crazy, awesome, good. Um, what a what a what a great um, list of nominees for knockout of the year dude could anything better exemplify when you said that if you didn't come to that card you missed out literally two of the knockout of the years are from that card yeah it's yeah. crazy that you really yeah. missed out and then if we oh. would have done sorry if we would have done <laughs> these awards for the year prior there would have been a nominee off of the first Johnstown yeah, card for fight of the year with oh fight of the oh, year too yeah. yeah knockout of the year because that um uh, Dempsey T Rex. T Rex. I wasn't even thinking of that. I was T-Rex thinking of Kraus. Oh, Kraus. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Johnstown card submission of the year. Ridiculous. Corey Corey Burchick put Nick Falk to sleep yeah. too. Yeah, I mean, crazy dude, stuff happening insane. out there. Johnstown, something in the water. But I did just see the winner, so the surprise is ruined for me. But you guys can enjoy it. Who's it gonna be, ladies and gentlemen? Josh Vasoki. Over Des Ford, that left hand was pure filth. I know, listen, Julian, I'm going to talk to Julian for a second because I'm sure he's disappointed right now because Julian rallied the troops so crazy, and a nine-second knockout is a nine-second knockout. It's unbelievable, dude. Vasoki's was the most picture-perfect knockout in 247 history. When you think of like that perfect, clean one-shot, that was it. And the way Des fell, the way Des stopped. You know what? Danny Palm, why don't you just play it for people?
Yeah. Boom. So, yeah. Sick. Yeah. And I also put pictures at the end of that clip. So I like that you said, look at the pictures from that. I did like a little series of photos from Paul Luke, who, amazing. Him and Chris Bermudo take such good photos. You know, Ryan kind of said, go check out Smug Mug and download the photos. But like, I just want to emphasize that real quick. Please do that. Like, our photographers are so insanely talented and good at what they do. And you guys just need to go see see them. Like, the still, I get excited. I'm sure you guys all do too. Like, I get excited for those photos to get uploaded so I can go, like, relive, like, oh, what they mm-hmm. get, what they get. Yeah. And it's always awesome. It's always awesome. So yeah, they're, they're part of what, what sets 247 FC apart from other organizations is those two guys, Chris Bermudo and Paul Luke, they're phenomenal. They're head and shoulders, the top photographers in regional MMA, bar none. Yep. Period. Facts. And, oh, nice. And for Visoki, the knockout, you know, he talked about it in, in studio, and, and we've seen it a billion times at this point. It's just one of those moments for him. Like I said, it's that one clean shot. That That's what really differentiates it for me against these other knockouts. You could definitely make the argument for Kaiser's elbow. I could see that. LaRocca, again, if nine seconds is nine seconds for Julian, then nine seconds is nine seconds for LaRocca as well. That that was an amazingly clean right hand. And then comma. Okay. Commas is great on the broadcast, but I have a video from Cage side of that final ground and pound shot landing that is one of the most disgusting MMA videos I've ever seen in my life. I think I sent it to Kama, so I think Kama did post it on his Instagram. But his precision, like that jab that set him down is wild, but the precision on the ground and pound shot that put him out-out is just insane. It's insane how hard and how clean he hit him on the ground. And it was like a shotgun blast in that arena. It was just filthy. But all of these are amazing, for sure. Any five, I don't want to get punched by any of these guys. <laughs> Let me be clear. But Vasoki's taking home the award today. I mean, I could look at this whole page and I don't want to get punched <laughs> yeah. by any right. of them. <laughs> right. Nice. Knockout of the year. Super fun one, guys. We are going to stroll straight into the next one. Just a little, little dicier competition. Mm-hmm. There is a lot of tight competition mm-hmm. in this one. One thing before we do that, I apologize. I, I just want to give a shout out to our friends at Sunny Days In Home Care. Nice. Great sponsor. They are a knockout as well. Like the best, the absolute best there is. If you're looking for in home care, there's no other choice but Sunny Days. And they're great people. I'm friends with Nick. I'm friends with the gang there. Like they're awesome people. And when you support Pittsburgh MMA, Pittsburgh MMA needs to support you. So if you're watching this, your friends, like you, you, you know anyone that needs in-home care, nursing care, taken care of, Sunny Days is the only place you should be calling. Nailed it. Absolutely. So we're going to stroll into the next category. We are on the eighth category out of ten. This one is a good one. Fight of the year. Let's roll it, Danny Paul.
Those are, yes, phenomenal fights. Incredible. Every single one of those fights mm. should win. Yeah, yeah, you're exactly right. And yeah. I just want to reiterate something that Luke actually mentioned earlier. If you guys want to watch any of these fights, you're already on the place to watch it with 247 Live. So wherever you're watching this podcast right now is also, whether you're on the app or on the website, is where you can also watch all of these full fights to see what we're talking about. Now, we did play clips of the submission of the year and the knockout of the year. We are not going to play the full fight for you guys once we announce this. I'm very sorry about that. But who's got the? I don't even know who's got this on. I got it. I got it. Yeah, Buck, I got Buck the envelope. got it. Because you yeah. made the match. You matched it nice. up. That's right. That's good. That's fitting. That's fitting. So um, just to recap, well, go ahead. You were going to say something? Danny was like, this one's me, bro. This is me. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So recap, um, we got uh, Starner, Allgaier. I made, um, I got some uh, show prep notes on here. And nice. um, fight number one, Starner, Allgaier. I had high-level technical DeLong and more. I have chin and back and forth. Um, Albright Pippins. So, like, oh. Albright Pippins, oh. the first thing I wrote down was mad. <laughs> and that was to cover Justin's, like, come out in this in this, the second round. It was like he was mad. Yeah. And, like, I don't know, was that around the time that, uh, that Heinz Field was changed to Akershore? That could be. And, like, maybe... Maybe um, he was mad about yeah, that. Yeah, Isaac said, be. "Hey, they changed the name," but, and he that's came what he out. Told him at the yeah, and and yeah. he said, and I think Isaac said, Albright's responsible for the name change. Wow, yeah. that makes perfect I, sense. Yeah, he so probably we got told him that. Yeah, Albright Stadium, Akershore, Albright. I I see it. You can you can mistake that. Yep. So I had Mad Chin, no <laughs> give up. That was for that bout. Perfect. Um, for uh, Drucci and Wabi, I have Chin and toughness. Oh. Um, Hootley and Dan Walters. I have Rock'em Sock'em. Nice. That was that was an awesome bout. And then um, Worthy and Roller. I had. I mean, this is simple. It's there was no real loser. You know, somebody comes out in you know at the end of the fight with you know Mark on their record and then on the negative side. But in this one, there wasn't. You know, and we talked about the reasons why. And for, like for Josh Roller, you know, big step up in competition. And he's he's in my opinion, and I think collectively for us, he's ready for that next step to um, yeah. to the big show. Yep. So Man. okay, so um, with all that said, um, he's got me hyped just yeah. thinking about these so, again. The winner for um, how we say this um, two four seven fighting championships first annual no it's not it first <laughs> annual fight of the year it goes to. Kama Worthy oh, and Josh my Roller. Goodness. Wow. Wow. Kama is sweeping up the awards, man. I yeah. think there, there, there's something to be said about a super high level pro fight. Mm -hmm. yeah. mm -hmm. That 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 there it's different. And mm -hmm. that's what set that apart. Like the 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 Starner Allgaier fight oh. was your super high super. level amateur fight. Your your worthy roller fight was your super high level pro fight. Yeah, yeah, I think that's very well said there, and, and it's a longer fight. I mean, you've got fifteen minutes versus nine in Cam and Hunter's uh, case, and six for some of those other ones, some of the novice mm -hmm. amateur fights. So that comma roller fight, and then ending, of course, with comma retiring. And 
I will say, man, like a lot of people felt very sure that Kama won that fight. I did not. Like just watching it, I I thought he did. Don't get me wrong. I thought he did, but I also thought, man, there's a chance that Roller just won that fight. I was not sure before they announced that decision. So that and of course a fight of the year is kind of always that mm-hmm. case, right? Like you're really not sure who won. So it did, I will say, looking at this. That was the closest d- decision to me. I feel like there is a clear winner in those other ones. Obviously, one of them was a finish, but even in the in the ones that did go to a decision, I felt like there was a more clear winner than in the worthy roller fight. Agreed. That's what I got on that. <laughs> How? When have you ever seen the four of us not talk with nothing to say? That I thought I entered like the twilight zone or second or something for a second. Yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> so, so for um, from my perspective, that was the fight. So some of them, like you, characterized as like back and forth, rock 'em sock 'em, like. The fight that ended up winning was just two guys that were doing things at super high level. Like it, there wasn't necessarily back and forth. So, like some moments, Kama had some moments, Roller had, and I think that there was there was never a point where you thought, "Oh, this might finish." Except there was a moment when Roller decided to, you know, pull guard, pull guard, yeah. and that's when I that's the only time I thought something bad could happen until he did that. I thought, right. um, but yeah. And the other thing I'll say is when, when you have like these split decisions and you have like these um, close, like b- every fighter and every coach on their team, like feels like they had every round. Like, right. Right. So like when you go to a decision, like you, I, I can't say it enough. Like, if anything was semi close, you should not be confident going into the final round. Like you, you, you shouldn't. If right. it was at all close, even if you won, but it was semi close, you could have lost. Like you, yep. you seeing things through your own goggles it changes things. I went and re rewatched all of these recently just to refresh my memory on some of them. And man, you, I highly recommend you all do the same. Like these are such good fights and. Hunter Starner is now, I believe, two and zero as a pro. Yep. So he beat Cam, went pro, and is now two and zero. His career is just taking off like crazy. So to have that high level of an amateur matchup happen, that you don't see that very often. You you almost never, never yeah, see almost that. never. Like it's a real treat yeah. to see two that guys that high level. They came into that fight six and zero and six and zero, and I <laughs> so I, crazy. I will always give credit to both fighters and to both gyms but also Buck Mooney over there for putting together that because um, it, it's hard to get that high-level amateurs who would in some ways be better off going pro with undefeated uh, amateur records. So it was an incredible fight. I think every one of those fights kind of shows why people should be getting the subscription to 247 Live because you get the whole bank. And I think as 247 enters another year and another year, you'll start seeing people's entire development. Cam Allgaier entered that fight 6-0, but started his career as a 0-0 debut mm-hmm. at the first ever 247 card. So I think the the more you... Uh, second. Second. It was close. It was Brawl on the Burn, That fits. That fits. Okay. 
So very early in the in the time. So I think it'll be really cool to watch people. I I've said it on the on the show, even though it wasn't the fight of the year. But Tom Kaiser won an amateur title and then comes back and wins a great pro debut. And I think mm-hmm. you'll start to see more and more fighters transition from amateur to to advanced amateur to title fights and then into pro. And it really just shows what 247 has to offer from the beginning all the way up to the top. Yeah, right. perfect segue. I was, oh. I was just going to say, because you mentioned de- development and talking about going to uh, 247 Live, you can look at a fighter and see him develop um, throughout his career. Just by coming to one of uh, one of our shows, you can see that from the first fight through the mm-hmm. end, how it progresses into the different levels that you're going to see between the fighters. We start off with novice, go to advanced amateur, and then finally to the pros. And even with the pros, you know, there's um, there's levels to that, you know, as the fighters come in with more experience, you know, underneath their belt. Congratulations, Josh Roller and Kama Worthy on a much well-deserved 2022-247 fight of the year. We expect more of you. <laughs> I love that. Always getting thrown in. We're going to end with... Two fighters of the year categories. Amateurs first. This is our ninth category out of ten. Who's got this one? I'm not sure. I do. Right. I'm absolutely honored. Okay. I have the amateur fighter of the year award. I think we're gonna watch. Rolls, we're yeah. gonna roll tape on them. Let's see the nominees. I forgot. Yes. Back. Yes. <laughs> that really does show how incredible the AMI fighter nominations are. We've got seven fighters on this list. As we've said before, any one of them are deserving of the win. I'm just going to run down uh, their names. Tim Bailey, Elijah Davis. Some of these were also up for AMI newcomer of the year. And I love how you'll kind of see the fact that, again, if you're if you're looking to crack into MMA, it make an impression early, and you can be considered for a whole bunch of stuff. Julian Flannery, uh, Miguel Francisco, we've already been talking about most of these fighters. James Padmore, Lucas, Sniper Siebert, and Tony Welsh. And are we going to say anything else, or do we go right into the drum roll? Um, I think from our perspective, um, when we voted, when mm-hmm. I think we kind of waited like advanced AMI a little bit because like it's a harder level of competition. It's a, you're facing more experienced guys. Like you're a more experienced guy that the competition's higher. So just keeping that in mind, um, that was certainly a, a, a conversation that the staff here had. Sure. And that certainly makes sense. And 
So for the 2022 247 award winner for the Amateur Fighter of the Year goes to Julian Flinnery. Round of applause. Honored to get to read the name Julian Flinnery. Just an incredible year for Julian. Amateur Fighter of the Year. Very well deserved. Also, to Ryan's point, advanced amateur in those wins as well. There were a lot of uh, very qualified. So you take a look at who were the advanced guys here. Um, We have a lot of great guys, but, you know, Julian Flannery, Miguel Francisco, Mm -hmm. um, those two were the ones that were advanced AMI and really had amazing years, really had great finishes, had great performances, and Congratulations to Julian Flannery. Yeah. That is uh, walking into to face two guys and taking them out in like single digits or just barely <laughs> double digits. Like Unreal. it's just insanely mm-hmm. awesome. What he did was crazy, and this is a very, very well deserved win for Julian. And plus, as as we said at the very beginning, fan voting was a huge part of this, and Julian definitely rallied the troops. I I would say I don't know. Again, I didn't know who won. I don't know how the votes shook yeah. out. I would say that fan voting might might be the reason Julian won. I don't know, but he definitely had that in his favor. And I, I want to say this is so fun. Julian and Miguel both DM'd me, <laughs> understanding that they were probably the front runners for this, being advanced and everything. It kind of went without saying that it was going to come down to those two. They agreed to come in next friday so that's january 13th 13th nice friday Friday the 13th 13th. perfect julian and miguel are both going to be here next friday to do a hot sauce tasting like (laughs) hot ones like hot ones. they're going to eat increasingly hot hot sauce until somebody taps out and the the winner of that is going to actually win the amateur. They already <laughs> agreed to they, do this. They wow. mutually agreed to come in here because they knew it would come down to those two and duke it out with hot sauce for the real winner. And I am stoked for that. <laughs> so the fan vote did matter in this. Um, the the two four seven staff vote was split between mm. those two. Oh wow! So we were it was two and two. Mm. And then the fans were the ultimate decider That's of crazy. the winner. Yeah. That is crazy. Now, I, I was able to get a peek at the uh, the submissions, and I saw something that looked suspicious with the emails that came in. I saw JulesFlino at gmail.com, <laughs> jflonays at gmail.com. Yeah, jflonays1 and 2 at gmail. So I yeah. don't know if there's anything there. With uh, with Julian and him, you know, That's pumping beautiful. the votes. So oh one we're going to launch an investigation and have the results <laughs> next Friday. One That's of the things awesome. I wanted to um, to comment on is almost so how the to for those of you that don't know, here's how the voting worked. There were four staff members. Actually, the three you see here at the table now. And Danny Palm, who's bought, they each got one vote. So there were four votes from the staff. And then the fan vote counted for three total votes two votes from uh, for the winner, and one vote for second place mm-hmm. in each category. Unless the winner got more than 75% of the vote, which this is part of what I'm getting into. 
So if the winner got more than 75% of the vote, they get all three mm-hmm. of the fan votes. Yep. That's great. The fan, uh, the, the, the voting was every, like, the cool thing is, so out of those seven votes, almost every person on this sheet, almost every person on the sheet got a vote. Mm. Um, so that's the really cool thing, um, that there was so much competition for these that, you know, there weren't many that didn't get a, a, one of those seven votes in these categories. Right. Yeah, definitely spreading the love for sure. And on that note, I know we've we've shouted out Sunny Days and Go Green Windows and Construction. On the topic of spreading the love and everybody getting a little bit, Arius Agencies is so invested in local MMA, and they're another one of our incredible sponsors. And I just wanted to shout them out before we get to the final category, which is Pro Fighter of the Year, our biggest category. Save the best for last, of course. Arius is so involved. Like, they... Simon and the whole crew there, they sponsor fighters. They sponsor us. Simon, you can find him on the mats at the Mat Factory. He's a brown belt himself in jiu-jitsu. He's super involved in the community and always giving back. And they're a really interesting organization in that they're trying to build not just careers for guys, but try to build like leaders of men. They're very into that whole kind of David Goggins mentality. Like, be a better person. Be better than you are like be better tomorrow than you are today. They're very into that. If you like, should take them up on that, I, I, hey, <laughs> what someday? Maybe twenty twenty three is my year, right? <laughs> but uh, I think Ferdaz Naimi actually was just on the podcast and said, you know, Simon texts me every day. Mind, body, spirit, MBS, mind, body, spirit. Like it's more than just what you're doing in your occupation or as a family. It, it's your whole being. So Arius really embraces that, and I just wanted to shout them out while we're talking about our amazing sponsors because. They're a huge part of the local MMA scene in general, and they're also building, you know, on the theme of Amy Fighter of the Year, Next Wave, they're building that next wave of great men as well in Pittsburgh. So shout out to them. You guys are awesome, and we we certainly appreciate it. And I know you guys will be – definitely Arius is, is interested in the Pro Fighter of the Year because I, I know they sponsor Common. I believe they might sponsor Justin as well. So they, they've got a couple horses in the race, so to speak. And, and you know who else – has horses in the race and who's involved with those guys is the rehab center. (laughs) Oh, another one of our sponsors that fixes these guys up and makes sure they're ready to go. And they are also huge sponsor sponsors of ours. We could not be, they sponsor all every, almost every event of ours and have been there from almost day one. So we could not be more thankful for the, the, our friends over at the rehab center, I know Isaac's not watching unless he found some Wi-Fi. He's like deep in where is he at? South America. South America. Wow. He he's he, Patagonia. Yeah. Yeah. And he doesn't think he he didn't think he would be able to find Wi-Fi tonight. But if you did, Simon, That's we legendary. love you guys at the rehab center. Thank you for all you do. If you need work chiropractic care, the only place to go in Western Pennsylvania is one of the seven awesome wow. locations. At the rehab center. Truly. Thanks for all you do in supporting local and Pittsburgh MMA. Yeah. Beautiful. That being you guys said, are awesome. we're getting into the final category. This is it. Yeah. This is it. Play the final category. Are you guys ready? I'm pretty ready. I'm pretty. Oh, you got this one. Nice. Yeah. Best for last. I see. I see. What do we got?
And eat three very deserving nominees. Every one of these guys ha- makes a extremely strong case to win. Yeah. I mean, yeah. How can you even pick? Mm-hmm. We had to, but anyone, like you said, anyone is very, very deserving. And in all unique circumstances, I think mm-hmm. we talked about Kama earlier, career resurgence, comeback of the year contender. Justin had kind of that career-defining year, I feel like, where he stumbled out of the gates as a pro, really found his footing, went 3-1, and one, I believe, with us in 2022. And Goss winning and defending, defending. the title. Yeah, title fight, undefeated, like that goes a long way as well. So they all have very different circumstances and very different stages of their pro careers. So that makes it a pretty fun little showdown. I don't know who won at all. Yeah, do you, you don't know who won? <laughs> no, I have no idea. And you guys don't no. know who won? But I do no. want to say that somebody... Yeah, who... who what, what is this? Ethan Goss, I want to actually just read it to you. Ethan Goss texted me before the show started and said... Also, if I lose the awards tonight, I'm rioting and sabotaging Ryan's podcast studio. Just make sure you tell Ryan what I said on the air. <laughs> Unbelievable. So there you go. There's pressure there for that announcement. You, so, you sure you want to on the say card the winner? already? Yeah. So uh, it, I, I'm going to read whatever's on the card. The, the different types of pressures each one of these guys went through to get yeah. onto yeah. this list as Pro Fighter of the Year. Crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. So let me ask you guys this. When you're looking at these three in particular, what is your, like, what are your things you're thinking about? I know the, the records, like, mm-hmm. is that all you're thinking about? Are you thinking of in-fight specifics? Are you, like, what are your... Level are your- of competition. I think it goes to everything. It goes to level of competition. We have matchmaker Buck Mooney over there. And um, I know I've talked privately about some of the, Matching because Buck takes pride in putting together really tough fights. I don't think any of these three fighters were given any tomato cans or gimme fights. These are most of them. I would say all of them fought as the main event because these pro the title fights and the, and the big main events. And so I think it's it's taking it in almost like my love for GSP. You got to look at the whole career. <laughs> there it was. And in this case, the career in the span of a year because we're we're focusing on 2022. But I think you got to take what career you saw of them in the year of 2022. What, what do you think? I mean, to, to me, I think it is the whole package. Yeah. It's, 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 it's the, the types of fights that were had. What um, were you expected to win? Like mm. wh- where was, um, where would the, where would the line have been? Mm. Um, would you have been a f- heavy favorite? Would you have been yeah. a slight favorite? Would you have been an under, like, where were those? What, what were the stakes? Was it mm-hmm. just another fight? Was it a title? Was it, you know, a must win? Was it a, a, I just lost and, mm. and, and I can't lose it. Like right. what were those all weigh in? And I think, I truly think each one of these guys like is, fully capable of winning this yeah. award. That being said, there's only one there's winner. one winner. There's one winner. And this is a a a, a, a an area that I want to explain exactly how this happened and how I didn't want this to happen. <laughs> so well how this, didn't you want it to happen? Go there first. Oh my so all all of the fighters had at least one vote. Okay. Of the seven votes. So there was 
one, three, and three, which means that I had to tie break it. Nice. You sure you wanted to announce yeah. that? Did you want to announce yeah, that? That's so, a bold. I'm on a, there's three guys that could be here <laughs> uh, shortly. Well, only two because there was a, the other one I couldn't choose. I was not allowed to choose right. the one that had one vote. Right. So, um, but they don't there, know who the one th- was. There was. I'm going to tell them. <laughs> oh my oh, 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 my. There was a vote for Justin. Justin got one vote. Comma got one vote or three votes, and and Ethan got three votes. Oh wow! In case you don't know, Ethan Goss and uh, and and Kama both have a very special place in my heart personally, as well as what they've both done mm-hmm. for two four seven fighting championships. Um, they were both on the first card, mm-hmm. and just to kind of back up a little bit, there was um, there were uh, people that wanted us to fail, and and. Those two were a big reason mm-hmm. why that didn't happen. Yeah. Um, and so I'm forever indebted to both of them. Both of those, both of those guys are true friends of mine mm-hmm. and are true. Um, you know, w- well, one of them might not be a friend of mine after tonight <laughs> because I did choose one. Um, uh, and so that being said, I love you both. And um, now to proceed. We have the 2022 247 Awards Professional Fighter of the Year goes to the Wolverine, Ethan Goss. Nice. The reigning, soon to be defending. I had no idea. That's awesome. It came down to he fought for a title. Mm. I felt like he was an underdog. Mm. He took the, the fight as an underdog. Um, he won the belt and then he defended it in what I thought he was at, at best mm-hmm. a, a coin flip. Mm-hmm. Um, all of Kama's fights, I felt he was the favorite. Mm-hmm. And so, and there was a mm-hmm. title on the line. So that, that's ultimately mm-hmm. what I based my decision on. I love you both truly. Like I, I'm not saying that with any bit of sarcasm. Right? Like those are my like guys. Like mm-hmm. we're we're friends. Like I love them. And, yeah. And we, Ethan and I, and Kama and I joke a lot. Uh, but truly, I'm forever in debt to those two. Um, yeah. Congratulations, Ethan Goss, 2022, two four seven, Fighter of the Year. Nice. We expect more of you now. <laughs> we're getting more of Ethan now yeah. as now, well. That's th- confirmed. That's the last time I'll ever say something publicly <laughs> positive about Ethan Goss. <laughs> Wait, you said you were friends with him. I was. Yeah. No. <laughs> Until I got threatened. Yeah. True. We, we literally true. there were two we there chan- were two yeah. cards in here, and I just pulled <laughs> Ethan's out because yeah. I was scared. <laughs> that's awesome. So Ethan, fun. Like I mentioned earlier, how undefeated kind of trumps all. And I, I definitely agree with your line of thinking there, Ryan. Winning and defending the title, going undefeated. When you look at Pro Fighter of the Year, what is a pro fighter's goal? It's to get to that next level. For somebody like Ethan, it's to get to that next level. Winning and defending regional titles is how you get there. Like in terms of a career defining year, he did exactly what you would need to do as a pro fighter in his situation. And it goes like, it's kind of, 
I don't know how to put it under the radar a little bit now, but Ethan struggled early in his pro career. He he's not a eight no guy that had all this hype. He was a five hundred fighter that just very recently yeah. found his groove big time and and dominated some, as Ryan said, some very tough opponents. So he came out from looking like this five hundred, like I might just be a journeyman my whole life to where you at Bellator? You know, he, he, he totally flipped the narrative on his career. So I think for those reasons, I, I totally, I'm pretty sure I voted for Ethan. I don't know, but the, the staff, yeah, the, the staff um, votes were two for comma, one for Ethan, one for Justin. Wow. So just that's to, amazing. That's amazing. And Justin's volume was crazy. Mm, fought four yeah. times and fought extreme. You talk about being the underdog. Was he was fought. ready to fight five. Yeah, right. like he, yeah, he he would have and fought in December. That underdog fight versus Rico Tally. I, yeah. I think people really need to look at the fact that Rico was coming in from a huge gym, three and zero. But I think Ethan the Wolverine Goss. Not only is he the most handsome, uh-huh. um, because I've always said he's the most handsome broadcast partner I've ever had. He knows that. Oh, I, I didn't even think about those two chumming it up. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Are you serious? Is it Absolutely. the unbuttoned dress shirt that does it for you with him? I it's, love this thing. It's all of it. It's all of it. <laughs> Ethan the Wolverine Goss is my uh, most handsome broadcast partner. And that's saying something because uh, the right. other Ryan is quite handsome as well. And Cole as well, dude. Oh, Cole, yeah. Cole's Cole's they're all handsome. Yeah. <laughs> Cole's a heartthrob. <laughs> Absolutely, got that. I mean, that's an awesome <laughs> award, Dan. I oh, genuinely incredible. like thinking as kind of like a promoter, content creator. I could write an article about why any three of those guys could win, and I oh. think it could be very convincing. Like there are very strong reasons to be made for all three of them. So that's an awesome category to end it on. I mean, yeah, that, it, that's sweet. We turn the page. 2023 mm. is approaching. We're promoters here, guys. We're going to have a huge show in April, April 15th at the Meadows Casino, mm-hmm. Hollywood Casino at the Meadows. Folks, it's going to be amazing. Following that up with in July um, in Monroeville at July 15th. And then we're going to follow that up in October, October 21st at the Meadows again. We're go. We're looking to add some spots as well in, in there with some different things. We're all... If you if you look at what happened in 2022, the things that we did, 247 Live, the podcast studio, if you think we're stopping now, we're just getting started, guys. This is going to be a huge year. Subscribe to 247 Live, buy your tickets. We're we're rocking and rolling. We Let's really keep are. this thing going. Yeah, and while we're, while we're mentioning the next show, I mean, we might as well just say it. April 15th, the Hollywood Casino. Ethan Goss just won Pro Fighter of the Year. He's defending that title against a super tough guy, Calvin Harbaugh, who just came in and wiped out Shaka Worthy at Bitby 15. That is a crazy title defense for him. And we mentioned earlier with Jim of the Year how Stout and Indio were kind of the two that it came down to. We've got a Stout versus Indio matchup already signed, sealed, delivered for that with James Leto and Ken Burr's insane collegiate wrestling. Two of the top middleweight amateur prospects in the nation throwing down against each other and those are just the first two we've announced guys like we're looking to blow That's, this yeah that up. that bout is one that you would yeah. want to see when it's for the money right and mm. we're bringing it to yeah. you before they even get there so yeah. this that fight is such an incredible that's, like that's like prospect of the year kind of mm-hmm. like these are two guys that are gonna be you know it like i always say this 
if they continue down this road, yep. because this is a tough road <laughs> to go down, they could both be at very, very high levels at Bellator and UFC for yep. sure. Yep. It's very true. I mean, I, I've said it like at least six times now, but that next wave is coming and like April 15th is the next step in that journey, man. And that, that goes for Ethan too, because it's funny that you think a pro fighter with that many fights, he can't be a prospect, but in the national sense, mm. he's still a prospect. Like in terms of Bellator UFC exposure, this could very well be the fight. If he goes in there and finishes Calvin or or wins a very dominant decision, I don't think we're going to have Ethan fight for us again. I really don't. And that's a great thing. I want to I want to say like we want Ethan to go to that next mm. level. Well, you consider um where he came from. You mentioned earlier uh, in talking about this that he he stumbled uh out of the gates for his pro career and and had a rough go at it. He was facing some top talent and he since never he got, turned, I mean, he no, just no, took every yeah. fight. Yeah. And um fight. to his to his detriment. detriment right. Yes, yeah. For sure. But it but it got him to where he's at. Same thing with Kama. That's how Kama yep. came along yep. and it got him the experience he needed to take it to the next yep. level. Yep. Four out of five now um wins for mm -hmm. him. If he if he wins this, and we're like we're not taking anything away from his opponent. We're just talking about the local product and things that we get to see, you know, mm -hmm. with 247 and watching, you know, uh, you know, these guys and girls progress through their career. And um, I just think that it's neat to see, to get to know Ethan, to see him get, I don't want to say get his career turned around because he's always had that talent. It's getting his record turned around. And so now, you know, four wins out of five, coming into his his um second title defense and then if he wins this that's you know that's four in a row five out of six i mean he's he's got yeah he's got to get some recognition from the the two big shows plus what dylan cole has done for him in that that crazy video i mean when you're a guy that has that lives where no one's ever been and you <laughs> And what was the other line? I can relate. I forget what he said. I, I live. Uh, uh, oh man, I I, I he thought did, I he had said it. something awesome. He did say yeah. something really cool. Um, no, you, I no one's ever heard of me. I I live where no one's to. ever lived, and uh, it's a great quote. I was gonna harass him about <laughs> it, but I forgot the quote. <laughs> Danny Palm got any input on that? No, no, but we don't got it. Just to give you some perspective. We we are very close. We think we might be within days of signing mm. Francisco uh, Miguel Francisco a title fight at 135 yeah. pounds. We think we're very close to signing that. We have some other fights that are signed. We have some other fights. Um, who are who are some names that of guys that um, we're either close with oh. or that we know are going to be on the card. Well, I would say that we Evan, Evan Evan Lee coming yeah. back, Drew Chief Evan Drew coming Chief. back. Yep. Yeah, there's a wow. a lot of great talent going to be on this card, guys. I'm stoked. This I I know we're promoters oh. and we say promoter stuff, but I truly think that this card has the potential to be like the best environment we've ever had. Mm -hmm. Some of the best fights we've ever, like. 
I'm yeah. super stoked. We forgot a really obvious one, and that's Lucas Siebert versus Tanner Cahill. As long Siebert has a fight coming up in February, yeah. If he gets out of that uninjured, we're already confirmed like, on something. That's, like, that's, that's a fight. That's happening. Both sides have both sides have agreed uh, to the fight. We don't have signed contracts because Lucas has a February fight. Lucas actually needs that February fight for to this fight to amateur. take place yep. in exactly. advance. So exactly, um, that's perfect. Oh, what a banger, dude! This card is so sick. It's seriously. So so good. I I am literally like I've never been. I get so excited for cards and all that stuff. But at this stage, like we're a hundred days out, yep. and I I've like it's crazy how excited I am for this fight. Danny Palm, are what you, you got for us, for this Danny fight? Palm? Hell yeah, yeah. Wait, wasn't <laughs> wasn't Danny nominated for? Um, Podcast show producer uh, of the year. He was. It was yeah. a unanimous. He lost. He lost. He lost. He lost. He lost to hello people. <laughs> nice. There it is. Right. There it was. Ryan was like, "No, I can't do that right now." A- anything else for? I mean, the only thing I'll say, and it relates to the April fifteenth card, is just the two official fights that we talked about that are already announced and booked and signed. I think. That's a card in and of itself. Anything on top of that, and that's not just me talking about how excited I'll be, but I mean, you're talking about quality uh, fights that matter, and then you've got another eight, nine fights that are going to wrap themselves around that and even make it just better. And and obviously, I'm honored to be a part not only of the 247 Fighting Championship family, but also, I think tonight is part of history. We just made history tonight going through the first uh, 247 award show, and I think, you know... 10, 15 years from now, it'll even be more important who won in the first year because you always go back in time and think, well, where were they? You know, the nominations. And and hats off to all the nominees again. It just goes to, to show how important just getting your name on this list as a gym or a coach or a fighter, it really does matter. And I think we'll see that from years to come that we're going to have a lot of the similar nominations going on. So just something I wanted to uh, point out, and I'm, I, I sent this to you before you and and Hunter, um, and it was uh, it was a pamphlet, a pamphlet. It was a program from an old promotion in Pittsburgh. I and ignore everything you said to me. I know that's that's why I'm I'm really just talking to Luke and yeah, Hunter right yeah, now. Exactly. So um, perfect. But uh, what I'm referring to is um, a December December seventeenth, two thousand sixteen show. And it was, you know, an old promotion in the Pittsburgh area. It was a staple for a while. It was Pinnacle. That was Pinnacle, yeah. yeah. That was Pinnacle Series 15. We just did, on December 17th, 2022, Brawlenberg 15. And I I sent that to you guys so, um, so that you could see the talent that was on that card and how you know, one through 15, how that talent developed in the Pittsburgh area. Mm-hmm. Take a look at, you know, past cards of two, four, sevens, and you're going to see the same thing. Mm-hmm. And in, you know, five, six years, you're going to look back at Brawl in the Berg 15, Brawl in the Berg 16, and you're going to see these names that are moving on to the big promotions, UFC and Bellator, and, and having highly successful careers. And I think there was a stunt to it with, two-year period of covid oh, like there was right there was definitely um mm-hmm. uh, i think it would be a different uh, we, we'd be a different stage right now i think it was mm-hmm. kind of pushed back like i think we lost probably 
you know, a year and a half of yeah. that. We were able to have some shows, but ultimately, like, it was a, a real slowdown. It was a real, um, it was difficult to just continue. Um, proudly, uh, we're one of the, I think we're the only Pennsylvania promotion that had a show during the pandemic. We had a, we had shows that were all um, pay-per-view. Um, mm -hmm. It's actually a part of how this whole 247 mm -hmm. Live journey even started. Mm -hmm. So there's good that's come out of it. But ultimately, I, I think there was a, uh, a lull because of the pandemic that if that would have never happened, I think, you know, the, the 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 maturity of the the Pittsburgh fight scene looks a little bit different right now. Yep. Um and so you know the sky's the limit guys like we can we can build something great. I think we're doing things that no one else does and no one else has done like who else has four eight, like the cameras that we have like <laughs> who else like okay, I'll tell you who. The UFC Mm -hmm. Who else has um, a platform like 247 Live? I'll tell you who. UFC, the UFC. Fight, fight Bellator. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Plus, yeah. UFC, Bellator, and... Um, PFL. PFL. PFL and Bare Knuckle. Sure. Outside of that, who else has this platform? It's 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 phenomenal. Who? Where else can you go on Roku, on mm. Apple TV, and see it on the big screen without having to do all this crazy stuff? Like... We are driven to make this thing amazing and grow this thing and hop on board because the, the 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 train's rolling. Like, it's coming. Get on now. It's coming. 2023. I view 2022 as the year like after the pandemic. Yeah. We don't have that anymore. Like let's keep rolling. Let's keep yeah. growing. Let's keep keep this thing chugging along. Coming in April, man. That card's going to set the tone for the rest of the year, and we're just going to roll. I mean, it's super exciting. And we're working on stuff. Hunter's always working on this new stuff. I keep throwing these things at him, and he's like, oh, my God. And I'm like, let's go. Let's, let's go. Do let's it. go. Let's, and they're exciting. When they you are You guys exciting. see what's happening. Yeah, it's going to be very exciting in 2023. I'm hyped. You guys so, are getting me hyped. So he's probably working on 50 things and five of them will come through and you're going to be like mind blown. So, and then there's 45 more in the chamber yeah. that will be like, whoa, Good there's more. Hunter, yeah. 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 We expect more of you now. <laughs> nice. Perfectly played, sir. Mr. Buck Mooney closing it in style. Hope you guys enjoyed the award show. Thank you so much for tuning in. It, this was a two hour show. That's amazing. Yeah. Look that's at us go. And, and, and can we give a couple Absolutely. more sponsor? Plugs? Absolutely. Let's do it. Um, Price Industries, those guys, they're a commercial a finishing company. Excuse me, I'm going to cough right now. <coughs> nice. Sorry about that. They're a commercial finishing company. They've been sponsoring us for a very long time. They're awesome. Have uh, it, it, it's, They just want to support us. They invite a bunch of people out. They take up a couple tables at our shows and mm. have a great time. We're so thankful for them. Grandview. Mm. Grandview, you... Uh, do awesome work, Grandview Financial Partners or fin <laughs> Grandview Financial Wealth Management. Wealth Management. Yeah, Goodness go. gracious, Ryan! I'm the worst. Well, I mean, you're bad with names. I'll give you that. Yeah, but that's a it's a name proper noun. Of sorts. I'm yeah, bad yeah. with proper nouns. <laughs> yeah, there we go. There we go. <laughs> um, Loophole. The the <laughs> Allegheny Marines. Like, oh, oh, oh we yeah. love our military. Anyone that's been there, 
We donated. This is a year. Like I can proudly say, yeah, we donated man. over fifteen thousand dollars towards the uh, vet, vet ticks yeah. and. Allegheny Marines jumped on board in 2022 as a sponsor. So glad to have them. They sponsored two separate events. We look forward to plenty more events in 2023. Um, and lastly, but not leastly, 247 Roofing Solutions. Nice. Gotta love those guys. So good at what they do. I mean, in all honesty, like I know I'm like tooting my own horn. We are just as <laughs> driven to do things at such a high level with 247 roofing yep. as we are in 247 fighting. So um, my partner, Paul Skivington, he's a great guy. Um, he, he, myself, and Danny Palm um, are the three staffers, and we have a great cruise as well. We'll do a great job for you. Call us. 412-212-6444, 247roofpgh.com. That's it. Solid plugs, my friend. I want to give you one more thing, Ryan, to have a little fun with. Ethan Goss yeah. texted me. I, I saw it. What did he, what, no, what he, he say to you? He said, I got the car warming up right now when we were talking about oh, how he might. Had, yeah. And then a couple minutes later, he said, I'll go shut it off now. <laughs> <laughs> he nice. said to me at 9.01, which is only four minutes ago, um, you must refer to me as Mr. 247 now. Okay, fair enough. Well, I mean. Well, and if I can tease 2023 a little bit in relation to Ethan, the Wolverine Goss, he just texted saying that he's going to defend the title of 247 Pro Fighter oh, of the Year wow. for 2023. Defending all well, the titles. He, he, so, here's the, here's there you the go. Problem. Here's the problem, Ethan. If you win this next fight, you are only going to have one fight. Right. Very possible. Right. That could still be. Who knows? That could still be enough. Could uh, stand. You never know. I'm going to say that there's going to be some pros that really step up their game. We thank you all, man. This is this is uh, this has been awesome. It's been an yeah. awesome year. Um, I want to like let each one of you all know that um, there's a reason that you're in the position you're at. Um, I really appreciate all that all of you do. You guys put so much dedication, heart, and effort into everything you do. Um, I don't take that for granted. I know I I know my personality. I know I'm not always like. I'm not going to let you take a breath. I, I I apologize for that. And I'll tell you, that's why we do things different than everyone else. And, and But I recognize that you guys are the soldiers here and that you guys um, do such awesome stuff. And I'm, I'm thankful for all of you. And so you guys are amazing. Nice. Well said. That's a Enough. perfect close. One more plug. You expect more of us now. Oh, right? <laughs> there you go. And and, and, and you're just getting started. Yeah. yeah. Um. And to my loving and beautiful wife. Nice. Um. She has really endured. Like, so we started this company. I worked full time at, at at a different remodeling company, and started a new remodeling company. And my wife, like. The hours that I work and my obsession with um, doing things at such a high level, I'm literally always, my brain's always preoccupied with this stuff. And and I apologize for that. And I, and I thank you for being um, the best wife I could ever have and my kids. 
and I really want to do better at being a husband and a father. So yeah, that's my New Year's resolution. Nice. Stop, stop sucking at being a being the family. It's know? got very sentimental mm-hmm. here at the end of the award show. Well, Look I, at I, us. I, I do know that like what we do takes a lot. And yeah. It takes a lot out of us, and and Jim works full time, and and does this yeah. like in addition to crazy. And, and Hunter doesn't really do much of anything. I don't do anything at all, even for you. <laughs> <laughs> no, but Hunter Hunter also has other things um, that are part of his employment network. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good way to put it. Yeah. Um, and Danny works, you know, between the two companies where he's our utility man for everything. Oh, he gets the double dose of Ryan, yeah. actually. Yeah, he might be the biggest trooper he has to, of all. He, you guys don't see me every day. Right. He oh. sees me every day. He experiences his life every sucks. day. <sighs> so, hey, g- grab a Snickers, Danny Palm. You've earned that. Some Sour Patch Kids, Big Heads, maybe. <laughs> all right. Nice. You guys have anything else? No, you, you summed I it up. I can't follow that. Yeah. I can't follow it. that. It's great. Sacrifices just, made, you know, for the uh, for the uh, the award nominees here for the for the nominees, not just the winners, but you know, you can go down the list and see sacrifices made to get to that point, and you know, it it carries on with us. Also, everybody's got to do their part in making this this successful, and if we want to keep it, you know, the trajectory up, have to continue making those sacrifices, and we we have to keep talking to you yep absolutely very well said i want to thank everybody who watched the awards show and Mm. watches the podcast and has supported 247 live this is a as ryan said it's a big part of what we're trying to do that differentiates us from other regional promotions it's it's not not an accident that we're doing all these things and that we're launching this network that we have apps now that we have a live streaming platform that we have a place as luke said where Coaches and fighters can scout like crazy. Like if you want to mm-hmm. scout a fighter, we have so many fights on two force. Every fight we've ever had, Every fight. you can watch them all. You can watch Justin Patton with shin guards on all the way up to now as a pro. Like it's it's incredible to watch the progression of these guys. So it's a really cool thing that we're building, and we can't do it without everybody involved. We actually don't have any Patton shin guard fights. No. We have Cam Allgaier shin we guard do. fights. Yes, okay, we'll go Not to that bad. one instead. Yeah. Dang. He's close. He had to be close. No, he, he was like amateur. five and f- yeah. he was like five and three before. Really, he had an advanced yeah. amateur fight. That's, that's he just it. has so many five pros five. that he, I he feel one, like he had one Ami fight with us, yep. and he was it was against Cam. Cam. Against, against Cam, Cam. Yeah. I just but had we, we scheduled him for oh, like he was scheduled scheduled for Roosevelt Archie. He was scheduled like okay. and then he had this series Fair. of like craziness he did have a wild he's making run. up for it though he's having a wild run of like yeah, fighting yeah. 17 uh, that, times that's what year. i was gonna say that just speaks to because i just sent a coach all of Patton's footage and i was like dude we have six Patton fights on 247 <laughs> live like that's crazy it's the most probably by anybody edwin Patton, goss goss edwin goss and edwin and i think they're tied yeah but yeah. i haven't checked in a little yeah. while i'm sure Goss is going to be texting us. <laughs> Call me Mr. It's me. It's <laughs> you already know the answer. But yeah. So thank all of you for helping build this network as well as we continue to grow. It's awesome. Things like this award show, you're going to see more stuff oh, like yeah. this, more live stuff, more uh, more Danny Palm as well, which the world needs more Danny Palm. So thank you guys for joining. And if you watched on stream247live.com and you have a Roku, Apple TV, iPad, or iPhone, Get the app instead. We love you being on the website, but honestly, the app is better. It's objectively I mean, better. You can bookmark the website, but also download the app in right. every place. You should have it on your 
home screen. Yep. Facts. Thank you, guys. And congrats to all the winners. I don't even think we said this. You got, maybe we did in the beginning when I was working out the audio issues, but you guys are all getting trophies. Like, just so you know. Like, we're ordering physical trophies for you guys. We will follow up with those for you. Dude will arrive tomorrow. Oh, yeah. We'll be, we'll be, we'll be getting a hold of all the winners over the next course of the next couple of weeks to, you know, come and present those to you and get those photos. And you, you guys have a lot to be proud of. Now you have something um, from us to, um, to represent your hard work, your dedication. And uh, yeah. You awesome. guys are awesome. I can't wait for April and everything in 2023. Let's do it. Let's wrap it up with some chickmunk talk. No, please no, I'm out. We're the chipmunks, Alvin, Simon, Theodore. That was so much fun. It was incredible. That was a great show, guys. He can't hear.